An early morning haze hung over the sleepy town of Camelot, Tennessee. Amy Hart squinted to get a better view of the road as she maneuvered her Jeep Liberty around a tricky bend. On a clear day, the journey into town would prove challenging, but on a morning like this, with a heavy April skies pressing in around her, the curvy road seemed to slip away into a foggy mist. How many times had she imagined she could drive off into the dreamy haze and find herself in a world of knights, ladies, castles, and kings? Once she rounded the turn, Amy reached over and flipped on the radio, then settled back against the seat as a familiar worship song came on. Perfect. Pretty soon the skies would clear and so would her mood, just as soon as she arrived at work and shared her latest idea with Steve. Only then would the tightness in her chest dissipate. She lost herself in thought as she pondered her best friend's reaction to her latest plan. Likely, he would think she'd lost her mind, just like the last time, and the time before that. Oh well, she would prove him wrong, this time. Amy made her way down Excalibur Drive and turned off onto Lancelot Lane, taking a shortcut to City Hall. Another turn to the right landed her on Camelot Court. She sighed as she caught a glimpse of the abandoned car lot to her right. As usual, nothing much stirred there, or at the bank, or at Gwen's Grooming, Camelot's only pet-friendly store. No, at this time of morning, not much fluttered but the birds. Well, the birds and Lucy Cramden, who always walked her ferret, Fiona, at the crack of dawn. Strange sight, a ferret on a bright pink leash. Just part of the quirkiness that made Camelot, Camelot. As Amy turned into the parking lot at City Hall, The sun peeked through the fog for one magical moment, taking her breath away. She took it as a sign, a confirmation of sorts. Surely the Lord himself had performed this wondrous act to boost her courage. She whispered a prayer of thanksgiving, and her spirits lifted immediately. After pulling into her usual parking space, Amy turned off the car. Instead of heading for her office, She lingered in the car for a few moments, watching the colors of the sky morph from dizzying gray to pinkish blue. She used the extra time to get a handle on her thoughts. Last night's town hall meeting had left her reeling, but this morning she had awakened with the perfect plan, one she hoped others in town would go along with. In fact, it was such an amazingly simple idea, she had to wonder why no one had thought of it before. She glanced out over the bluff, the panoramic view mesmerizing her as always. For as long as she could remember, Amy had always loved the dewy mornings in East Tennessee, and the changing of the seasons only made her love them more. The vibrant colors had proven spectacular last fall when the leaves turned. As a child, she'd believed her father's tale that an artist's paintbrush swept in across the bluff while she slept, leaving behind strokes of amber hazy orange and brilliant gold. Of course, she'd believed all her father's tall tales as a kid, including the one about meeting King Arthur face to face and pulling Excalibur out of the rocky ledge near Beaver Creek. But who could blame her? Dad's stories carried her away to a place deep in her imagination, and sometimes a girl just needed to travel. She allowed herself one last glimpse over the bluff before thinking about entering the real world. It offered the promise that things could be different in her sleepy little town. Yes, now that spring was finally upon them, winter's frost finally gone, the leaves danced in brilliant shades of green. 
The trees that housed them stood sturdy and strong, so close together that she could scarcely see where the branches of one ended and the next picked up, kind of like the people of Camelot. It's better than any work of art. Amy closed her eyes to imprint the photo of the bluff on her imagination. Only God could paint a picture like this. A tap on her window nearly sent her out of her skin. She let out a yelp, then looked over to discover her best friend, who also happened to be the town's newly elected mayor, grinning on the other side of the glass. Rolling down the window, she scolded him. Steve, you scared me to death. Sorry. His gorgeous blue eyes twinkled as he flashed a smile. Just couldn't stand the idea of you sitting there with that goofy grin on your face. Daydreaming again? No. She shook her head. Not really. He gave her a pensive look. You're up to something. I can always tell by the expression on your face. Who, who, me? Never.